We've all wanted to restart something at some point. I'm into a situation myself where I wish I had a do-over button, and could make entirely different decisions that would alter my life path drastically. But there is no magic button to press. Instead, what we can do is make a new start. Scrap the old chapters and just start a new book about our life from this moment on. Welcome to the Just Dumb Enough podcast, a show that acknowledges no one is always an expert by dispelling misconceptions with real experts. I'm your host as always, Colton Petrie. My guest today is Hillary DeCesar. Hillary is the founder and CEO of The Relaunch Co., which is exactly what it sounds like, a company specializing in helping people relaunch a new life for themselves on a big or small scale. She's here today to share how we can make any moment better by tuning into our internal radio. I also get a bit more personal in this episode than I think I've ever gotten. It's a little uncomfortable, and I try not to do it in the show just for the sake of staying relatable and keeping an interview perspective for the audience. I hope it doesn't bother anyone too much, but feel free to let me know what you think. Dumb enough podcast at gmail.com. There's also a bit of a echo delay that kind of creeps in a couple times with my voice. I'm not even sure what it was from, but it is very minimal and I've tried to edit out as much as possible. Let's prep that launch pad. Welcome to the show, Hillary DeCesar. Hey, thank you. So excited to be here. Yeah, so excited to have you on the show. Why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Well, again, I'm Hillary DeCesar. I am the founder and CEO of The Relaunch Co., where we take people through transitions of life, all of those relaunches that are happening to you globally, professionally, personally, and we create positive transformations from them. Yeah. Have you been seeing a lot more people, you know, trying to get into this and trying to redefine themselves and their futures after kind of having a lot of turmoil over the pandemic and everything else? Well, it's actually, I would say the first time ever where we have the global, the business, the personal relaunches all coming together. And we all are struggling with the stresses, with the overwhelm, the underwhelm of what's next, the uncertainty. Um, And this is something that as humans, we do not want to ever be put in that uncertain situation. And so now life is doing that to us. And especially now that globally, we still have the pandemic, it's still happening. We've got wars, we've got you know, catastrophic situations happening. We have financial crisis. It's all coming at the same time. And it's like a pressure cooker. People are, you know, not even realizing that they're operating at such a high level of stress. We've gotten so comfortable with, you know, all of the bad things that are going on. And then you start looking at people going back into the office and Many people haven't even ever had an office experience. 
And now they're, you know, wondering how is that going to impact them? People are trying to figure out what's next for them if they're in the mid zone of their life. And I love what Brene Brown said, the mid zone, this middle age is anywhere from 35 years of age until you're dead. So we're all going through the pressures of the personal relaunches. And if you are in that mid zone, there's a lot of, you know, you've got the concern of your parents, you've got the concern of relationships, of kids, of of your siblings, children. I mean, there's just so much coming to this head right now. And it's it's causing people to almost get into that you know fight flight or fear you know this fear zone and when you are in that you freeze and you don't know what to do next and so i think there's never been a better time to say right now we're going to relaunch and that gives you a fresh new approach it's like a restart of where you are whether it's your business and you want to scale that business or whether it's your personal life and you want to start living a you know healthier life just start you know living a happier life or whether it is something brand new that you're thinking about bringing on and, and trying. But we have to be doing this. We can no longer be stagnant. We can no longer be in a place that isn't moving us forward because growth is part of being human. It's what we need to feel like we have a purpose, right? I mean, I can't tell you how many people come to me and they say, my, you know, my passion has kind of, you know, it's not there right now. And I don't even know what, what am I really supposed to be doing right now? What is my purpose? Yeah. The amount of people that I have heard say like, I just want to find, you know, my purpose or my thing. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Where am I supposed to be going? That's a big question for a lot of people. And it's really reached a, a high level of intensity because of what's happened to all of us globally. And we've all had to rethink, to reanalyze where we're going, what we really want. And so many of us are like, you know what? I was on a path and it was just kind of like, you know, tuning out, just, you know, same all, same all. And now it's like, you know what, we we all have been touched by people that have passed, um, especially from the pandemic. We've all been touched by this feeling of, you know, we're not, we're not somebody that, you know, potentially is going to live forever. There is that end of the line for all of us and it's become even heightened. So now people are waking up wanting a transition to a transformation. They want something more than what they've had and that's where you know people are like okay i get it but how do i do that how do i make something like this actually happen yeah and was there like a driving moment that did that for you like did you have your own relaunch or did you just look out into the ether one day and you said <laughs> like you know what this is what people need and it's something i can provide so it's something that i have and I say this, uh, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I've had some major uh, relaunches in my life. And um, when I realized that 
one relaunch was happening after the other was like one on top of each other. And I started to count how many of these massive from, you know, health uh, melanoma to I had a near death experience where I actually crossed over to the other side. I had, you know, the parents got divorced. I got divorced. I had, you know, the kids health issues. Um, I mean, you know, I've had a, a board member actually do a Ponzi scheme with my business and ended up in federal prison after the SEC came and asked me for, you know, all the information around my hard drive. I mean, some really major critical ones, but the one that really did it for me was um, my mom. My mom, all the women in my life have lived into their early hundreds grandma 105, great grandma 106, great, great grandma. I mean, I was literally under the identity of I'm going to live pretty much in my mind forever. And I thought there's no doubt my mom will too. And she ended up um, having a misdiagnosis on a colonoscopy. It was a colonography, actually. She didn't do the colonoscopy uh, based on her doctor's and ended up getting uh, stage four colon cancer. And it was a year battle for her. And at the end of the year, she did pass. I was holding her hand. And then soon after, my dad started to not do so well and he was failing and I lost my dad as well. So during this time, I opened up to this concept of, you know what, I don't want to be the relaunch queen and live, you know, this life of, oh my God, what's next? I want to figure out the process of being able to get through relaunches. And I, I created this concept around it and it it's helped thousands upon thousands relaunch their businesses, relaunch their lives, their personal uh, lives, and really take on a new perspective on what can actually happen for them. Yeah. Very sorry to hear all of that, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a kind of like that silver lining. I have a, a podcast called the relaunch podcast. And one of the things I ask people is to share their biggest, most significant relaunches. And I mean, I can honestly tell you I've had, I've had them all. I mean, there has been such insane, unbelievable, you know, people in body bags being zipped up and then they're like, wait, wait, you know, one of those, I'm not dead. <laughs> and then also, you know, losing, you losing limbs and, you know, just crazy, crazy, crazy relaunches. And the thing I always ask either on air or not on air is, you know, if you could go back and change what happened to you, would you? And to this day, I think I'm now up to like 160 interviews, not one person has ever said, and we're talking like really gnarly, unbelievable relaunches, not one has ever said, yeah, I would. Because the silver linings, right? Who you are today was based on the things that happened. And so for me, when I had my mom uh, pass and she was my best friend, I mean, this was like the, just the most incredible relationship you could ever want. When she passed, it was um, literally a month before the pandemic. And I, you know, all I wanted to do was do an eat, pray, love moment. Elizabeth Gilbert, just get the heck out of Dodge, just go anywhere. And there I was with my husband in San Francisco in a high rise, 
38th floor, not being able to even like go down the elevator together. They were splitting everybody up. I mean, it was crazy going outside and having to wear a mask as we went down the Embarcadero. And it was at that moment that I said, you know what, I am going to summarize all of the amazing, I've been an executive coach, C-suite coach and entrepreneurial coach for over 20 years, had my own businesses. There's a lot of depth of knowledge there. And I thought, now's my chance. I'm going to share my mom's journey in the sense of storytelling about how one can actually level up. And it's this whole concept around you got to tune in. Yeah. I guess it's one of those where like the big things define you. It's always the small things where you hear people like, oh yeah, if I hadn't bought this thing or I hadn't, you know, done whatever, it's always a littler thing that people regret. And the big ones, they're like, yeah, that happened and it was awful, but it kind of worked out for me. Mm, and And you know what? I'm still a big proponent of, you know, the, the universe has your back right and it's there to help you along it's just so many of us don't see the signs we avoid the signs we we want to get into our comfort zone our identity that keeps us small that keeps us playing at a lower level and i often say when it's time that you can ask yourself are you where you thought you would be at this time in your life right now and if the answer is yeah I'm really doing great. Awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) But for the rest of us, you know, there's usually something that has not quite manifested to what you really expected at this point, whether it's a relationship that you thought you'd be in right now or a company that you might have thought that you'd be running or the house on the corner or the car, you know, the vacations or whatever it is. But when you can just open up yourself to say, you know what, I want more. That's when you're officially ready for a relaunch. And the thought of, like, I'm still alive in the body bag is like lingering with me. I'm like, what <gasps> a that, moment to have. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I was like, wait a second. She's actually alive. I mean, crazy, crazy. Yes, I agree. So where, you know, where I think it all, and, and again, my journey, some people find that, you know, they, it really resonates with a few of the stories I tell and I'll have people actually DM me or reach out and say, oh my God, that, that story, I had something similar. And I really went deep during the writing of the book because, and it's called Relaunch, Spark Your Heart to ignite your life. And it could have just as easily been spark your passion to ignite your purpose, because that's what it's all about. And there's a concept in the book that I go into a lot of detail called 3HQ. And the H's stand for head, heart, higher self. And I don't know where your audience stands on the whole higher self, but I like to just say higher self is the best version of you. It's where you're just operating and you're like, I feel good. Like I'm on this, like I'm in my jam, I'm tuning in and I'm like, I'm in a really good place. And whether that's through God, universe, spirituality in whatever sense, it's a matter of something bigger than you. So the three HQ came about from 
like I said, the, you know, all the different relaunches that I've had, kind of putting it together and thinking in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, it was all about IQ. How intelligent are you? What's your problem solving capacity and capability? And then in the 90s, it became all about EQ, your emotional quotient. How emotionally connected are you? How empathetic are you? And then Sheryl Sandberg, the former COO of Facebook, now known as Meta, came up with Lean In. And I mean, Colton, I leaned in. I mean, I was at Oracle, high tech, Silicon Valley girl, 10 years. I was leaning in, leaning in, leaning in that I literally made myself sick. And I had these three little kids that I was, you know, trying to be a good mom to feeling like I was a lousy mom. I wasn't, you know, where I should be when I was at work. I was thinking about home. When I was at home, I was thinking about work. I called it corporate guilt. Always that like feeling like you're not where you're supposed to be. And I realized that there are so many people out there that were trying to lean in and it did not align. And it was a bust. And I've got great stories about how it just blew up in my face, you know, going for those top management jobs, getting it, and then realizing, uh, never see my kids. Never. I'm gone before they wake up. And then I'm home after they they are in bed. And it just, it was awful. And so 3HQ came about when I realized I was coaching people on this idea of getting out of your head, getting out of your own way getting to the point where you really could put together a, this is who I really want to be. This is the person that would have the successes in life. And I came up with this idea around limiting beliefs, right? We all have them. We all have fears. Some have phobias. I think there's over 500 phobias now known to man and crazy ones that, you know, we come up with fear of what, basically fear of whatever you can think of. There's somebody who's got that fear. But when you started to think about elevating yourself out of that head, like I'm in my head, I'm in my head, negatively in my head, and you start to tap into your why, your heart, your emotion, you realize, oh no, in the heart, there's also emotional blocks. So now you got blocks in the head with your limiting beliefs, you got blocks in your heart with your emotional blocks, and and these are all going on in your subconscious behind the scenes on autopilot. And so if you think about a launch pad, and if you think about, hey, I just want to get to my North Star. I just want to get to my goal. I just want to get to my priorities, my objectives. And we can't even light the rocket that's going to take us there. We then feel like, is this all there is? I'm such a failure. I haven't been able to do this. I can't get out of my own way. I can't even see my own blind spots. And that is a really uncomfortable place to be. Definitely, as we talked about at the beginning, not a certainty level. And so where I wanted to take people was when you could align your head and your heart and the heart, there's so much more, you know, you you get people these days on stages that are screaming like, you know, love your life, love your job, love your partner, love, 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 love. And I sit there and I'm like, I don't know about you, but I know I couldn't do that. I couldn't cross the chasm there. I couldn't take that. You know, I always think about in London, mind the gap. Like the gap was so big. I'm like, I don't even like myself right now. How am I going to love anything? And so I wanted to help people through that with the heart so that they could 
access into the higher self, which the way I describe it is it's a level of energy. It's a level of energy that when you're operating at that level, it's the law of resonance, that what resonates with you because of the level you're at, it's what you're pulling in. It's the heightened level of law of attraction. And so I started to go down. It was my like, you know, that was that was my you pray love. I'm like, I'm going to help people do this. I'm going to three HQ you. I'm going to have this so that you have this readily available whenever another relaunch happens for you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to go into there because getting into your own head, like I know from having talked to people on the show, I am not very self-compassionate. I don't mm. usually like have a good headspace that I talk I to talk. myself in. I do try and like, you know, I, I reach out there and I want to care about everyone and that can be draining as well. And then well, wanting to cared care about you cared about the body bag lady. <laughs> At least it excited you enough to ask more about it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. And we're always looking to find that like higher self where you're like, I got into that flow state. I was doing it. I don't even know how I did it. I'm just looking back at it now and I want to do it again. Right. And that is the question of the day. How do you get back into the flow? We all have experienced it, right? We all have had those moments where things just come easily. Things are just good. We're feeling it. We're like, oh, God, I'm like, you know, you feel like you're, you know, just the, on the top of the mountain. You're that man or woman putting your hands up into the sky, you know, just like, yeah, here I am. And you've got the adrenaline. And, but then the question is, how do we get there? What's the first step? That's usually what I always get, which is, you know, all right, 3HQ, what's the first step of getting out of your head? And so, are you, Colton, are you up for something? Can I? Can I use you as a guinea pig so that people really get head, heart, higher self? Because without this, it can be a little nebulous. You could be like, what? Yeah, she's saying it and I kind of get it. But I want to really hit this home and also give something to your audience that they can take away and please leverage this today multiple times. All right? All right. Okay. So it's a process that I call tune in. Tune in because too many of us are tuned out. And it came about because when I was a young girl, my mom listened to Diana Ross and she listened to her all the time. And so I knew every song. We went to concerts. We just, I mean, that was our gal. Like, you know, the multiple changes that she does on, you know, on her, on her concerts and her stage. I mean, we were like, yes, this is so great. Well, when my mom got sick, I wanted for the first time to have my mom meet Diana Ross. And I went to like my whole process, which I'm going to be sharing with you in just a moment. I went through this whole thing where I want my mom to go backstage, meet Diana Ross. I want, you know, them to have a connection. And so I'm like, okay, I kind of sat down quietly and I said, so, you know, what am I going to do? So I started to contact every single person I knew that would have any idea of even like, well, I can't help you, but this person. So it was like this maze. It was this whole big puzzle piece that I was putting together. And I kept running into a wall every single time I got closer. They would say, I'm so sorry, Hillary. God, this is an amazing story, but 
unfortunately, Diana doesn't have anyone come backstage anymore. I'm like, oh, so I kept hearing that over and over. So I still went ahead. I bought the tickets to the show. It was in Las Vegas at the win. I couldn't get even in the first 10 rows. I think I ended up at like the 25th row because there were so many people and we waited till the last minute because I really wanted to make sure that I had locked and loaded on getting my mom backstage. Well, it just kept coming up blank. So we ended up just having these, you know, good seats, but not close enough for me. Well, we end up going to the concert. My mom is kind of on the aisle and I'm, uh, we have a few other people with us, my brother and sister-in-law and all these. And so we're there, Diana comes out. And again, I still don't have this figured out. And she comes out, she starts singing and says, okay, everyone, um, I'm gonna bring some people up on stage. A couple of you, you can sing and dance with me. And I'm thinking, oh, no, my mom has a cane. She has like this walker. She, there's no way she's going to be able to get on that stage. No way. It would take her, you know, 40 minutes to, to make it up there. But she did. I, Diana Ross brought two people up. They danced. They did all their thing. And she's like, that was so fun. And she keeps singing, right? The moment's over. And I'm like, no, no. So I go into this mind, mind sense where I'm like, okay, I know a lot about sales and marketing and building rapport. And I'm like, okay, I am going to be on that level of energy with Diana Ross. I look at her. I am like, I'm really like right in front of her, just 25 rows behind. And I'm looking and I'm thinking about her and I'm like, meet my mom, meet my mom, meet my mom. She's brushing away her hair. I'm brushing away my hair, you know, just literally matching her, mirroring her every action. So then I'm like, okay, I've been doing this a while. I'm now going to see if I've taken back the rapport, like if, if it's mutual. So I put my hand in the air, my arm, I outreach the whole thing. Like I'm reaching up to the heavens. And that's when I knew I had her. She did the same thing right after I did. And then I kind of went like, you know, pointed over at my mom, pointed with my hands, you know, you need like in my head, you need to meet her, meet her, meet her, right? And so at that moment, Diana says, you know what? I'm going to do something. I'm going to head down into the audience. I just, you know, I feel like I should. So she walks off the stage. And meanwhile, I'm still like, you know, in this mind, like, whew, I am laser focused. She walks all the way down the stairs, all the way to our seats, looks at my mom and says, I've been watching you and ends up singing to my mom, dancing with my mom. She gives my mom this gigantic hug. They talk something, I, I don't even know what they said in the ears, you know, it was just such an incredible place to be. My mom's looking at me like, are you kidding me? This is the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. I've taken this to the highest level. And here's where it all started. People are like, well, how can I do that? I wanna be able to do that. And I said, the greatest part is that we all can do what I did. It's just none of us know how to do it. So the process is this. I'm going to teach you how to tune in. Okay. So I want you to think about your biggest challenge that you have right now. It could be professionally, it could be personally, but what is that challenge? What's a challenge that you're facing? Oh, boy. Uh, I know. I told you I'm putting you on the, the Hillary hot seat moment here. <laughs> yeah, my biggest 
personal challenge right now is I'm going through a divorce. Okay. Yeah. I, I do understand what you're going through. Okay. So you've got this challenge and divorce. There usually is a lower level of energy that can be around that. And that could be, it could be that shame or that blame or the, what did I do wrong? Or how did I end up here for you? What is it about the divorce that's challenging to you? I feel like beforehand we were very on the same page and now in this divorce, like I cannot seem to hold a conversation with my ex-wife. Okay. So what I want you to do, that's step one. All right. And that was your challenge. Now we're going to go into step two and step two is where I want to change the channel. Okay. I want to change the channel and the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to have you tune in to your song, your go-to song, when you need to elevate your mood, when you want to be in a better mood and you just hear that song, you're like, yes, what would that song be? One more time, I I prevail. Okay, one more time. So what I want you to do right now is I want you to, people can't see you, but I want you to shut your eyes and I want you to listen in your head, taking it through your body one more time, all the way from your head to your toes. I want you to start to change your states. You're starting to move around a bit as you can hear it going through, feel it going through. And I want you to turn it up a bit. Really tune in. All right. So Cole and I'm seeing your head moving. I'm seeing your head moving. You're smiling now. Like you're feeling it, right? This is step two. This is tuning in. This is changing your channel. All right. So now you can open your eyes. And step three is what would you as like, this is what I'd really like with my ex-wife. What would a what would a goal be that you would be really excited about accomplishing? that would make what you said in terms of that you're not on the same page, what would that look like to you? And I want you to again tune in before you answer me. Tune back into your song, right? Here we go, one more time. And so what would that that relationship with your ex-wife look like? I think being able to sit in a place and just talk across the table. Mm. And what, what, how would that make you feel? If not good, at least productive. Okay. So tune back in, tune back into one more time. All right. And you said, you know, sitting across the table, it would make you feel at least productive, right? You've got this relationship again with her. And so step four is by tuning in right now, you've got that song going in your head throughout your body. What is one thing now that you could do today to go and build momentum towards that vision? Tune back in. I guess I'd have to reach out and just ask for that. Okay. And what would you be asking for? To see if we could find a time to sit down. Mm. Yeah. How good would that be? So here's where I want you. I know you're busy today. We've talked about you've got a full day, but when could you reach out and actually do that? Today. 
Yeah, I mean, suppose before I uh, have to leave the house. Okay. So are you committed to doing that? To reach this vision, to tune into what would ultimately make your life better too, right? Yeah. I need a little bit more confidence out of you. Yeah, tune back in, buddy. One more time. I like the smile. <laughs> yeah, I think that's easy enough. All right, easy enough. And so what you just did was head, which was, what was your challenge? Hey, you know, getting a divorce. Don't really have that great relationship anymore. Want that, right? And then I asked you to tune in. I asked you to change the channel. That shoots you up to your higher self. That's when your mood elevates, you're changing, you're going from a low vibration of energy. Everything is energy. All emotions have an energy. Shame blame is about 30 on the frequency scale. Whereas I wanted you to go higher because it's really interesting. Einstein said, you can't solve a problem at the level it was created. You can't solve a problem at the level it was created. So if you're operating at a low energy level, what do you think will be your answers? They'll be operating and giving you back at that low level. And you sometimes are thinking, I, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything I can do. I have no idea. It's just been that way forever. There's no way it's ever going to change. You know, you start to give yourself the answers that you're operating at. So then what we did when I asked you to visualize, when I asked you to really like, how would that feel? That's heart, heart, heart. And then last but not least, I brought you back to the head. So we're really in unison, we're really using, and that is how I 3HQ you. And that is the first step of 3HQ. That is tuning in, and the best part, you can literally tune in all day long. You're about to go on stage tune in. What does your audience need to hear from you right now? And it doesn't have to be the biggest challenge. It could be like, what are you going for? Right? What's, what is it? Like, what do you really ultimately want? What's your intention right now? And then you could do it if you're, if you're putting something out there to your core audience. If you're about to meet somebody that you're like, oh, they always trigger me. <sighs> you know, what can you do? And you can do tune in. That's the process. It's like you're, you've got this, this amazing tool in your pocket. You can pull it out at any time all day long. And you're kind of denying those lower outcomes where you're like, oh, this won't work. I've tried something similar. It's just not going to happen. You're kind of just saying like, no, nah, it could work. Like forget past experience. Just go for it. You're just going for it. And the best part is music. Music allows us to change the channel. It changes our entire energy. It changes our auras. It changes our, you know, they always say that emotions have an energy to them. And when you think about the emotion going to a frequency and there's a vibration to it. So if you're trying to solve something, if you're trying to bring your best, like, you know, why would you ever want to create Let's say you're going to be putting out a post on Instagram and you're just like, oh, I just got to get this thing done, right? I just got to sit down, give me 15, 20 minutes. I just got to get it done. Well, the energy that you're putting out there is what is going to be attracting your target audience. So we need to elevate ourselves multiple times during the day, right? We have, we have 6,250 thoughts a day that are going through our heads, 85% of those 
are pre-wired negatively for us. We are hardwired for that. So if we think about that, we need to be taking control over the one thing that's really in our control, which is our thoughts. And now I'm sharing with you, not only can you change your thoughts, but you can change your emotions. And the way to do that is tune in. Yeah. Is that something you can kind of like actively, instead of imagining the music, you can put in a headphone and like start getting into that headspace? Absolutely. And you know, what's really funny. I've, I've done this so many times that if we have, you know, an actual, you know, phone or something, we'll go ahead and play it. Cause yeah, you, and then I'll be like, turn it up, turn it up, like really allow it. But the best part of how we are wired, we can visualize You've heard like, you know, all these, you know, top sports people when they visualize themselves playing a sport or when you're visualizing going on stage to do a, you know, comedian type of performance, you can visualize yourself. We have that capability to put ourselves. So you can do it either by actually listening, which is what I do. I'm like a a big music fan. And in fact, um, I'll share one more little thing that I do every single day. Every morning, I pick a song of the day. And I know from the night before what my day looks like. I've always got some idea of like, oh, God, that's a real crowded day. Or I've got a lot of, oh, I got to really nail that one. Or I've really got to, you know, get a lot of stuff done. And I'll think of this song as I'm in bed in the morning. And I'll think of like, this is the song for the day. And then I go downstairs and my husband always gets up before I do. I turn the song on or I sing it unlucky for him when I do sing it and I dance and I go like whatever you know sometimes it's a very sullen dance sometimes it's African dance sometimes it's you know hip-hop sometimes it's country sometimes it's really crazy stuff I mean and I do that and that's what then I'll tune into throughout the day that song and so soon you will be seeing this because I have decided I'm going to share some of these things with TikTok, which is so funny because, I mean, there's been so many crazy mornings that, you know, my husband's just like crying. He's laughing so hard at me. You know, I, I, I mean, imagine me dancing around. I'm in my robe and it just, it, it sets you on a different course for the day. Yeah. <laughs> so. it, it works as a great like primer to start your day. Can you also do it if you have like a low point, say things just kind of went wrong for me in my day. Can I just do this in the middle of my day, you know, despite the area that I'm in, like I just kind of embrace it. Another greatest part is that you can literally eyes closed, eyes open, go through that process and not have anyone. I've had people use this in the boardrooms where they are like, you know, they've been triggered by somebody, a board member, and they're just like, I just tuned in. I just tuned into Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Rolling Stones. I mean, like, it is so great. One guy, you know, oh, yeah, I just tuned in Nirvana. And I'm like, yeah. And, and you can. Or you can go into, you know, I have people who are driving places and they just crank the song and they're like, yes. And the greatest part is that we have days where, it may not be that song. Tomorrow may not be one more time. Tomorrow might be a different song. 
that just, it's what do you feel like? And I have a playlist because I, you know, some mornings I'm, I just need like inspiration. So I'll go to my playlist. I'll be like, oh, that's good. I mean, the other day I came up with, I don't even know, I haven't heard this song forever, but it's like you put the lime in the coconut and mix it all for me like, huh? I didn't even have that. So instead of me putting it on, I was playing it in my head. I'm like listening to it. And then when I walk down, um, you know, he is sitting there drinking his coffee and I just burst out with, you put the lime in the coconut and mix it all up. And he's like, you have fully gone crazy. I'm like, yeah, I have. And I'm loving it. And it does. It elevates me no matter what situation happens, no matter what. I mean, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what's going on. You know, it just gets you like when you are about to sit across from your ex-wife, soon to be ex-wife, and you're kind of going in there, you know, kind of with that stroll with like thinking about that song and you already have thought about the outcome that you want. And you're like, this is, this is the one thing I want to do. I want to make sure she knows this. Boom. It's, it's just so, it's such an easy process. It's such an easy process that anyone can do it. And the greatest part is that it literally gets you to that higher level where you now see your best version of you. To a point where you can kind of Jedi mind trick uh, famous artists on stage. hundred percent, hundred percent. So you look at, you know, um, Beyonce and she has Sasha Fierce, right? She goes out there in this other, you can do it too. So no matter what, I mean, you know, this probably better than anyone stage fright. I mean, I can't tell you when I ask somebody, what are your, you know, what are the biggest fears that you have? And people will be like, I know I need to put myself out there. I know I need to be doing Facebook lives or Instagram lives or TikToks or whatever, but I can't turn the camera on. I'm like petrified or, you know, they're, they've been invited to speak at an event. They're like, I can't even imagine going on stage. Like, oh my God. And then I'm like, oh, 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 let's do this. It's like, do you remember Bewitched? Did you ever watch Elizabeth Montgomery? And she wiggled her nose. I kind of go through this process where I pretend like I'm almost like, and I can't wiggle my nose, but I almost do this little thing where I'm just like, and I can do it very quickly now. Like I just like, it just kind of from the head to the feet. I just like the song just goes through my body very fast. I mean, we're literally talking 30 to 60 seconds and you can be like, elevating your energy people think well it's going to take a while no that's only your limiting beliefs keeping you in that state where it's going to take a while it doesn't need to it could be instantaneously and practicing this more is going to get you there faster too right i want people to be tuning in all day long you should be tuning into every single thing you're doing you should be multiple times i mean look at you i don't know how many interviews you're going to be doing today but there's, you know, a point where it gets tough to stay at that high level of energy, bringing it, knowing that you're trying to bring everything for your audience to really hear the value. And so you can easily tune in. Maybe it's in, you know, minute number 27 and you're like, oh, I could use a cup of coffee right now. But instead, tune in and that helps you get back up there because you're like, yeah, I mean, look at you, you're tapping your, you're like, you know, your head was bobbing and you're like, yeah. I'm feeling it. So you can set yourself up for success 
by having those few songs that you just now like, oh my gosh, this is one of them. My list started where it was just, you know, a few songs, right? My go-to, one of my go-to is I Am Woman by Helen Reddy. And I mean, there were many days, that's all I would, that's all the only tune in song I really could remember on the spot. And then it became more. And then I was like, oh, Megan Trainer, I really like that song. And I put it on my list. And then, you know, and I started to categorize them like, oh, this is when I'm, you know, really feeling like I, like I need to be really focused. What's my focus song, you know? And then, oh, I just, you know, I need levity. I'm feeling like I'm really like, I'm not bringing that, you know, joie de vie to what I'm creating right now. It's like very heavy. I'm like kind of caught up in my own words put on a different song, like, but get into it. And then there's times where I'm like, I don't want to turn it off. Like, I'm like, I know I need to get back to work, but this is so good. I feel so good about it. Yeah. You've gotten into the, you're getting into it. You're like, like, Oh, I don't really want to go do those emails. Yeah. Then you're like, Oh, can I just listen to that again? And the answer is yes, but you're just not allowed to listen to the next five songs that come up. (laughs) Because that's a distraction. <laughs> and I have a song for that too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are easily distracted as people, right? Like anything that gets you away from the, the thing you don't want to do where you're like, oh God, I know I have to do this thing and it's going to be miserable. You'll find anything to do other than that. Like I had to, I had to do some editing 12 hours ago. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I think I'm going to make myself some food. I might work out a little. I'm going to do the laundry. Like I did other chores just to avoid like a singular event. Well, you know, the best part about what you just said, outside of exercise, what you are really doing, because the exercise does this, is that we're trying to release neurochemicals in the brain. And when you hear those songs, that's exactly what happens. It's all of the feel good. It's the energy types of, of neurochemicals that it's like a cocktail for you. You're like, oh, this is so good. This is so good. And it just feeds you. And that's what you want to be thinking more about than some of these others that deplete you that, you know, you can, and I'm telling you, this has saved people at a minimum a day a week of productivity. They can take off like it's it's an amazing process because you become more focused you become like you're able to do things in a shorter amount of time and that's where we start to say all right you know you've heard about contact contact blocking and context blocking and you don't want to be jumping around all over the place and people need distraction in order to feel like I'm not getting bored or I'm not getting, you know, complacent here or I'm not like tuning out. And this gives you the ability that you can start with just five minutes focused on something. And then, oh, I noticed that I was starting to zone out again. And this gets you back in. Okay, wait, I'm gonna do Hillary said five more minutes. Boom. You start to, you know, focus on that five. And then you're like, wow, I just was able to do that first step. I think I can probably do one more. Well, let me tune in first. And then you then you're like, oh wait, I need a new tune in song, right? I need a that one I feel like I've already overused. So now I'm gonna come up with something else. Yeah, and once you're in that flow, you tend to just keep doing it. You're you like sure oh, do. you don't stop and think like, oh whoops, song ran out in my head or in my headphones. Like now I gotta stop and find a new song just so I can get back into it. You're just so into it you don't notice that things stopped. You're in you're in three HQ. You got it. That's the flow. That's the alignment. 
that's when, you know, and also I'm big. Um, I've been, I was a psychology major in school, but then I, about 10 years ago, got very into neuroscience. And so I'm one of these like people that geek out on the whole way, the brain. And we talk about, you know, reptilian brain and the, the monkey see monkey do. And we talked about, you know, prefrontal cortex and the thinking brain and what this is doing is it literally is triggering every area of your brain so you're actually doing better work it's amazing yeah and you've used some of that when you're like oh yeah i use mirroring to like help you know line myself up with other people a very both psychological and you know follows the nerve pathways to be like oh like, person oh, doing person. what i do <laughs> let me tell you so the end of that story is an interesting one because i was on cloud nine and um the very last song that diana ross sang that night on stage it was so interesting she came back on with an encore and sang gloria gainer i will survive and i immediately was like and I looked at my mom, we're like, oh, it's a miracle. She's singing this song to you. It's not even her own song, but it was another song that my mom loved. And I'm like, oh, so good. So for two weeks, I am on cloud nine. I'm like, my mom, she's the miracle. Oh, this is so good. And then we go to the doctor and the doctor tells us, unfortunately, it, the cancer has spread literally everywhere in my mom's body. And there was a time right after that I I was like, God, how could my intuition be so wrong? Like, and I was mad and I was like, I just, I stopped doing everything that I have always done with myself. I was just, I was on that like blame. I'm like, I can't believe this. My mom's going to die now that how could that happen? Diana was, you know, she was, I will survive. This is so like, oh, and I was just going into that, you know, massive pity party. And my mom did pass. Um, about four months later. And a few months after that, I was sleeping and I was kind of woken up with the I Will Survive song kind of playing in my head. And I'm like, oh my God, Diana was not singing to my mom. She was singing to me. I had thought my intuition was wrong. I had just misinterpreted it. I wasn't thinking that I was like, oh, it's all about my mom, all, but it was me that would end up surviving. And so I incorporate all of this into when I'm working with people and trying to help them understand that we have such a incredible uh, tool box within us. One of the major areas is intuition and building that up. And again, what I did with Diana Ross that, that night I've, you know, I've seen it <laughs> tenfold with my clients and I've seen things that people have never even remotely thought would be possible have happened. I mean, just crazy, great stories. So that's what, that's what I will continue to do. But I also want to make sure people realize that if they've had something in the past where they trusted their intuition and it didn't quite work out, perhaps they had interpreted it wrong. Yeah. I think that's a really good message to leave people with, but I wanted to make sure I gave you some time to talk about, you know, your book, books, plural, and, mm. you know, where to find you and the podcast and just everything else. Thank you. So you can go to uh, therelaunchco.com, www. 
www.therelaunchco.com. And there it has everything about our podcast and it has a great free challenge that we do. Um, if you're really looking at scaling and growing your entrepreneurial venture and your six figures and you're looking to take it to the next level. Um, and yeah, everything is right there. And I got to say the book, um, again, you can find it on Amazon or you can go through our website, but it's just relaunch, spark your heart to ignite your life. Fantastic. And if people go and they find that book on Amazon, best thing they can do is to leave a good review for it. That helps everyone. Else find for the it. Best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yes, of course. I think that's, it's the best way to promote people that you find organically. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if people came to this episode and they're like, oh, my God, Hillary, this book changed my life. Well, the best thing you can do is leave a good review so that other people are like, oh, look at this book relaunch. Let's get into it. And then they get into it and they're like, oh, my God, Hillary, you changed my life. And it just mm -hmm. continues to cycle that way. I love that. And there are so many great stories. But Diana Ross is not in the book. That is that's only that's only you know as kind of a, a side story in explaining tune in wow interesting exclusives that we've brought exclusive to today brought to you colton <laughs> it's just dumb enough <laughs> that it works <laughs> i like to keep it super easy <laughs> of course well i've appreciated your time immensely thank you so much for being here ah uh, thank you again do you feel more educated after listening to this episode of the Just Dumb Enough podcast? If you enjoyed the episode, please take a brief moment to rate the show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, or Audible. It really means so much to me and it helps the show grow immensely. If you really like what I'm doing here, remember to subscribe for more episodes every week and check out the over 100 episode backlog. Let me know what you'd like to hear next by reaching out and emailing me dumbenoughpodcast at gmail.com or send a message to me on any of the show pages Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or wherever else. I'm always looking for new topics, guest ideas, and questions from the audience. That's it for this week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself, and I'll see you all back here on Monday. Bye bye <laughs>